0: Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Pokedex Radio Podcast by Flashlight Studios. My name is Gabriel, and today is Tuesday, November 10th, 2009. First off, I'd just like to apologize for the huge delay uh, between the last episode and this one. Um, I've been just really busy. Uh, I keep using the excuse of that I'm in college. I mean, I am. But uh, I've just been really busy. I'm trying to do a side project right now as well. I can't give you any details on it, but... Hopefully, it'll be coming soon. Uh, it's not like it's another podcast or anything. It's something completely different. Uh, but when we do start, because uh, I'm working on it with uh, some friends of mine, uh, when we do start progressing with what we're doing, I'm not going to give any details on it. Remember that. Uh, once we start progressing, then I might you know, go ahead and let you guys check it out, what we're doing. And some of it should be on the internet. But again, no details for now. I'll let you guys know sometime in the future. But anyways, today's main topic is Technical Machines and Hidden Machines, or TMs and HMs for short. But before we get into that, let's get into the news. Today in the news, we have a couple of articles about the Pokemon Arceus, and it has been confirmed that it is not pronounced Arceus, but in fact Arceus. Pokemon Arceus has been released in the U.S. and in Australia. In the U.S. there will be an event taking place in Toys R Us stores from November 7th to November 15th. The Arceus will be at level 100 inside of a Cherish Ball, holding a Berry and a Classic Ribbon. And it will know the moves Roar of Time, Spatial Rend, Shadow Force, and Judgment. As well in Australia, in EB Games stores from November 5th to November 16th. The exact same Arceus, level 100, Cherish Ball, the same as the US. The one thing that is special about this Arceus, though, is that when you trade it over to the Heart Gold and Soul Silver games when they release next year, it will unlock an in game event that would allow you to capture either a Dialga, Palkia, or Giratina at level 1. Uh, and just like previous uh, Toys R Us events, it will be distributed via Mystery Gift. Uh, and for Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum games. So if you own all three, you'll be able to get yourself three Arceus. Next in the news, uh, still about Toys R Us. Um, At least when I went to Toys R Us to get my own Arceus over the past weekend, they gave a poster that shows the release date for the game Pokemon Rumble for here in the U.S. The game will be released on WiiWare for 1,500 Nintendo points on November 16th. Next in the news is a new Nintendo DSi, even though the Nintendo DSi was actually released earlier this year here in the US, a new one will be released next year in the US, but in Japan it will be released November 21st of this year. This new Nintendo DSi is called Nintendo DSi-LL, at least that's the name in Japan. Uh, The name in North America and Europe will be called Nintendo DSi XL, I'm assuming the XL means extra large. The only difference really of this between the DSi and the DSi XL is that the screen itself is larger, the stylus is a lot bigger, looks like a pen, uh, looks like there's an extra stylus actually, one that goes inside of the DS, like normal, and one that you can hold I guess in your pocket or whatever, and it actually looks like a click pen. And uh, the DSi uh, XL is a, a little bit more rounded than the original DSi. Again, the DSI will be released November 21st in Japan for 20,000 yen, and it'll come in the colors Wine Red, Dark Brown, and Natural White. It is set to be released in North America and Europe sometime in early 2010, so most likely about the same time as the DSI this year. The last thing in the news today is about the movie Arceus and the Jewel of Life. It's already been released in Japan and a couple of places around the world, but now in the U.S. it's going to be on Cartoon Network on November 20th. So don't forget to set your DVRs, your TiVos, your VCR, whatever you have to record the movie if you're not going to be able to see it on November 20th on Cartoon Network. And the DVD release date will be set sometime in spring of 2010. So that's it for the news for today. All the articles that I did talk about today and here in the news, uh, including some that I didn't talk about, including two more articles that were sent to me from two listeners. One is the official movie site for Arceus and the Jewel of Life. Um, I'll put that in the show notes and uh, another article that was sent to me uh, from a listener named Jared uh, about the new Pokemon trading card game Platinum Arceus set. Uh, there's some new rules in the game. I really didn't understand too much about it because I didn't. I don't play the game anymore, as you guys uh, uh, have heard me say before. Uh, there's some new rules, new cards uh, in that link, so I'll let you guys uh, check that out at pokedexradio.blogspot.com. There you can listen to this episode if you're not already subscribing to it on iTunes or the Zoom Marketplace or whatever you use to subscribe uh, to this podcast. And you can even listen to previous episodes there, again, at pokedexradio.blogspot.com. But that's it for the news for today. Now on to the main topic. Today's main topic is TMs and HMs. First, we're going to start off with TMs, or Technical Machines. TMs are are machines used by Pokemon trainers to teach a Pokemon a new technique or move that it might not otherwise learn through leveling up. Uh, TMs are good uh, only once. You can use them and then they just go away. TMs can either be found on the ground, in caves, or you can buy them at department stores. Some TMs are also given to you by uh, gym leaders Uh, after you beat them. you You get the badge and a TM. TMs, most of the time, can be passed down through breeding. For example, you're trying to breed a baby Squirtle, and you have a Blastoise that knows the TM, Rain Dance. Uh, You go ahead, you breed it with either a female Blastoise or a male Blastoise, whichever ones you have, uh, let's say with a Ditto, or another one of its same egg category. The baby Squirtle will know the move, Rain Dance, when it's hatched. Let's start with Generation 1 first. Uh, Generation 1 had 50 TMs, uh, that ranged all different ki- kinds of moves uh, Normal, Poison, Water, Ice, Fighting Grass um, There doesn't seem to be any bug-type TMs uh, in Generation 1 Generation 2 also had 50 TMs but the majority of the TMs were changed around For example, Generation 1, TM 2 was Razor Wind and in Generation 2, TM 2 was Headbutt Completely different types of moves Some were uh, some were kept the same uh, Let's see, for example... Um, solar beam TM 22 in generation 1 is uh, solar beam TM 22 also in generation 2 a couple of them were kept the same uh, but in generation 2 a lot of the new TMS a lot of the TMS were new moves introduced uh, in the generation uh, in generation 3 again more new moves were introduced so the TMS did change as well some of them were the same from the two previous generations again for example solar beam uh, was TM22 in Generation 1, Generation 2, and Generation 3. you know, it just, They just kept some of them the same. Uh, in Generation 4, uh, we do have the exact same 50 TMs from Generation 3, except they have added 42 more, giving us, in Generation 4, a grand total of 92 TMs. And I'm going to assume it's the exact same thing as the previous uh, two generations. They just added new moves, so they had to add more TMs or switch some of them around. In this case, they added some. Now let's talk about HMs. HMs are a little bit different than TMs. Uh, HMs um, stand for Hidden Machines, and just like TMs, there are machines that are used by Pokemon trainers to teach a Pokemon a new technique or move that it might not otherwise learn through leveling up. With the exception of the Pokemon Seaking uh, and uh, Goldeen, uh, the evolution of uh, the pre-evolution of Seaking, that can learn the move Waterfall by leveling up. That's really the only exception. Uh, but HMs, unlike TMs, can be used over and over again. Uh, on any on many different types of Pokémon. Uh, unlike the TMs, which I said before, are really only good for one use, and then they just go away. HM moves can be used outside of battle, as well as inside of battle. But in order to use HM moves outside of battle, let's say, for example, to move Fly, you have to have obtained a certain Gym Badge. And just like TMs, a lot of the HMs do uh, pass down through breeding. Uh, again, with some exceptions, let's say uh, you're trying to breed a Charizard that knows the move Fly, the Charmander will not learn the move Fly because, one, it's not a flying type, and uh, two, it doesn't really have any wings to fly with. So anyways, the HMs can be found either in hidden places around um, around the Pokemon world, like uh, in caves or on the ground somewhere. Usually they're given to you, uh, maybe in a little special event in the game, uh, just like in Generation 1, which we're going to talk about first, the move Fly was given to you by a girl inside of a house by the um, bike route. I think it's Route 17 I think. I don't remember. I haven't played the Generation 1 games in a while. But again, in Generation 1 there are 5 TMs. Cut, Fly, Surf, Strength, and Flash. These are moves that again, you can use outside of battle. Cut to cut down small little trees in your way. Fly to fly to other places that you've already been to. Um, surf to surf on the water. Strength to move Uh, big heavy boulders, and Flash to illuminate dark places. Now in Generation 2, two more HMs were added. HM6 Whirlpool and HM7 Waterfall. The main reason for this was because there was new types of obstacles in the way around in the game uh, that you needed to uh, use new moves in order to go around. There were the same first five TMs from Generation 1, Cut, Fly, Surf, Strength, and Flash. And they did the exact same things as in Generation 1. In Generation 3, they added an 8th HM, which was HM-8, Dive. And they changed HM-6 from Whirlpool to Rock Smash. What Rock Smash did was uh, it smashed small rocks that were in your way. And Dive helped you dive underwater because there are certain places in the game where you do need to dive underwater in order to get to a uh... cave or to fight team aqua or whatever you needed to do in the game in generation four they switched it up a little bit they still have uh... one through four cut fly surf and strength but the hm5 that we remember from before which was flash was changed to tm70 so now flash is a tm in generation four hm5 was changed in the diamond pearl and platinum games to defog and in the new heart gold and soul silver games HM5 is changed to Whirlpool. HM6 stays Rock Smash. HM7 stays Waterfall. And HM8 is changed to Rock Climb. Uh, Which uh, Rock Climb, what that does is it allows you to uh, climb uh, or scale a certain kind of rock. And you can notice it in the game. It looks like stairs going up like a mountain or something like that. There's where you can use the move Rock Climb. And one last thing about HMs before I end the main topic. I did mention before that our HMs can be passed down through breeding, same thing with TMs, but when you're leveling up, and let's say you don't want that Pokemon to know that HM move anymore, you can't easily just erase that move as any other type of move. With the HMs, you need to have the move deleter erase that HM move from your Pokemon. Let's say you didn't want to pass it down, or you want to erase the move just because you don't want it to have that move anymore, you need to go to a move deleter in order to delete it. Um, You can use the move deleter for any other types of moves, level up moves, TMs, anything else. But you have to use the move deleter in order to get rid of HMs, HM moves. So that's the one thing you need to know when breeding, you know, when leveling up, when trying to go through the game. But that's it for the main topic today. Now let's get on to the Pokemon of the episode and listener mail. The Pokemon of the episode today is number 132, Ditto. Ditto is a Pokemon from the first generation. He's a normal type, and his ability is Limber. Limber, the Pokemon cannot be under the paralyzed condition while having this ability. Ditto is a very unique Pokemon. Uh, It can only learn one move, and that move is Transform. What Transform does is it transforms the Ditto into the opponent Pokemon. When using Transform, it not only transforms into the opponent, but also... It takes its moves that the opponent knows and is able to use uh, its opponent's moves against it. Ditto's stats. Uh, normally I say, you know, HP this, attack this. This time, its base stats are 48 across the board. Ditto can be found in Diamond and Pearl using the Poker Radar on Route 218. In Platinum, Ditto can be found in the Trophy Garden as a daily Pokemon, so you'll have to check every day. In the games Heart Gold and Soul Silver, Ditto can be found on Route 35, 47, in the Cerulean Cave, and in the Safari Zone. When finding a Ditto in the wild, it has a 50% chance of holding the item Quick Powder, or a 5% chance of holding the item Metal Powder. What Quick Powder does is it raises Ditto's speed, and Metal Power raises Ditto's defenses. So that's it for the Pokemon of the episode. Again, number 132, Ditto. Now on to Listener Mail. The question of the episode last time was, if you can be any Pokemon, what would you be, and why? And I said you couldn't choose Ditto, because with Ditto you can be any type of Pokemon you wanted. Our first email is from Ethan. Ethan says, hey Gabriel, Ethan here, long time listener, first time emailer. The Pokemon I would like to be most is Lucario, because I think it looks real cool, quick, and agile. And what I saw from the 8th movie, he can control the power of Aura, which would be incredible. Thanks for putting this on the air. I always felt a little outcast and weird, but with this podcast, I know I'm not alone. Thanks for everything. One of your biggest fans, Ethan. Well, no problem, Ethan. Um, Lucario is a really cool Pokemon, yes. Uh, Personally, I don't know what Pokemon I would be. I probably said something in the last episode. Um, I don't remember if I did or not. Uh, I honestly wouldn't know what I want to be, but... And no problem about putting this on the air, Ethan. Um, I know there aren't that many people now that still play Pokemon. There's only very few of us left in this world, I guess you can say, and even though the games are still coming out on a constant rate, there's less players than there used to be, I remember when I was a kid, everybody played Pokemon, now everybody doesn't play Pokemon, it's kind of weird, I don't know, but yeah, I do every once in a while myself feel a little outcast and weird because I do play Pokemon, but me, you know, doing this podcast, I can see that, yes, there are other Pokemon fans out there, other Pokemon trainers out there, and using this podcast I can go ahead and communicate with you guys. But uh, thanks Ethan for your email. Now our next email is from Eric. Eric says what's up Gabriel it's Eric here and to answer your last question the Pokemon I would like to be is Snorlax because all Snorlax does is sleep and eat and not worry about homework and stuff. Also are you ever going to do an episode on hacking? Yes Snorlax would be a very cool Pokemon to be because all he does is sleep and eat uh, and he really doesn't have to worry about anything other than sleeping and eating which would be very nice. And I'm most likely not going to be doing an episode on hacking, simply because uh, I really don't condone hacking. I don't support hacking at all. I don't like uh, the fact that a lot of people still do hack. So most likely I'm not going to do an episode on it, uh, at least not anytime soon, maybe later on, maybe sometime you know, next year after I do a couple of more episodes, but not anytime soon at least. Um, but I will do one in the future, so you know, just keep an eye out for that. But uh, thanks, Eric, for your email. Our next email I'm going to be reading today is from Kyle. Kyle says, If I were to be any Pokemon, I'd be Mew, because he's amazing and he can transform into any Pokemon too. Well, I did say you couldn't say Ditto, because he can transform into anything. Uh, I should have said Mew as well, but I guess uh, you found the uh, little loophole that I accidentally left there. So, Mew is a cool Pokemon too, and yes, he can transform, but I was kind of hoping for a a Pokemon that you would like to choose that doesn't transform into anything else. But yes, Mew is a very good choice. Thanks, Kyle, for your email. Our last email today is from a listener named J.H. He only gave his initials, J.H. He says, Hi Gabriel, I'm doing a trade for Dialga for Uxie. Uh, should I trade or not? I'm going to assume you own the Uxie and uh, I guess your friend owns the Dialga. Um, I say yes, go ahead Go ahead with the trade. It seems like a decently fair trade. Um, the only thing I would say is um, if you can't get your Uxie back, then don't trade. Unless you have, you know, another game that you own another Uxie in the game, sure, go ahead and trade. Unless you own a Dialga as well, then I'd say I don't understand the point of that trade. But, if you can get another Uxie back, go ahead and trade the Pokemon. Unless you have, obviously, a special bond with that Pokemon, you've EV trained the Uxie, or whatever, um, then don't trade. But, otherwise, go ahead, go through with the trade. Hopefully, you don't regret it afterwards, but, um, you know, it's always good to trade around Pokemon, so you can experience different types of Pokemon, which is the main reason for trading in the Pokemon games. But thanks, uh, JH, for your email. Um, That's it for the emails for today. The question of the episode for next time is taken from uh, an email that I got from another listener, KC. KC, thank you for giving some suggestions on uh, some questions for the episode. Uh, So the question of the episode this time is, what is your biggest complaint about Pokemon, or what are your biggest complaints about Pokemon? Um, if you have more than one, obviously. And uh, the rest of uh, Casey's little explanation of the question is, Even though us Pokemon fans are either diehard or obsessive about the franchise, there are some things about Pokemon that we may not get along with so well, and thus have to rant about it. Of course, we've heard your rants about issues you had on the show, but we listeners may also want to blow off some steam and complain about some Pokemon related stuff as well. For example, someone might complain about the way Pokemon is promoted or marketed, or another could explain about an issue with the anime. So yeah, uh, in in your email, you do reference a, a rant that I had about. I guess it would be about censorship in, in Pokemon, but I meant for it to be censorship like in animes and video games and stuff like that. But I did kind of mention Pokemon a little bit more. Um, and I, don't, I don't remember what episode I did that in. Um, I'm going to assume sometime early episode, either four or five or six. But again, the question of the episode is, what is your biggest complaint about Pokemon? Or if you have more than one, what are your biggest complaints about Pokemon? I'm not going to give an example of any of my complaints. I think I did one already in that little rant. Um, But I would like to hear what you guys want to complain about about Pokemon. So the email address is FlashlightStudios at gmail.com. Go ahead and send us whatever complaints about Pokemon that you have, or any concerns about Pokemon that you may see for the near future. Now one thing I want to talk about before we end the show, I guess you can call this a little rant... I was in class uh, the other day, actually just this past Tuesday, there was this guy I was just talking to in one of my classes, we were talking about video games, and he said, you know, he loves everything about Nintendo, which I agree with, I like everything about Nintendo, the only thing he disliked completely about Nintendo were the Pokemon games. And, uh, because we were, we kind of mentioned Pokemon earlier on, and I said that I did like playing Pokemon a lot, and he just came out with, oh, I hate Pokemon, so... Uh, I guess what I really want to rant about today uh, is um, Pokemon haters, I guess. Uh, I really wouldn't know any other way to put it, or people that just dislike Pokemon in general. The guy that I was talking to, he did play Pokemon as, um, as a child, and I guess most of us did, and some of us are, uh, and some of the listeners are children, some of us are a lot older now uh, from when Pokemon first started. He played Pokemon when he was younger, and he mentioned that he did like the original games, but he thought Pokemon was stupid now because there were so many... Uh, new Pokémon that they've added. Um, and I didn't understand that argument, that they've added new Pokémon so it's become stupid. Um, of course they're gonna have to add some new stuff to the game, or else it'll be a very monotonous, very repetitive game, even though, yes, some of them are, you're really going, you know, saving the world, uh, in the game, and beating the Elite Four, and capturing all the Pokémon, sure, but it's the adventure that you go through in the game, you know, it's different areas, you know, different types of moves, different Pokémon that you're encountering all the different times, um, that make the game more exciting um obviously you know updated graphics is uh is a plus, but I personally do like the original you know you know i guess it 's sixteen bit or eight bit whatever looks that th- that it had before not eight bit something a little bit bigger than eight i guess it would be sixteen anyways I do like the original you know red blue, and yellow game the way uh, the games the way they looked from before, even though they do look nice now I like them from before anyways. I just got mad when he said that, and I was like, why Why would you say that Pokemon is stupid? And he goes, and pretty much, you know, his argument was that they've added some new stuff, and that it was childish. So, to all of you that listen to this podcast, I know some of you are, um, older than me, I know some of you are my age, and I know some of you have, uh, are obviously younger than me. So, um, I would have to ask all of you, what do you think about Pokemon? Do you think it's childish at all? Do you think it's, uh, it's stupid that they've added new Pokemon? Um... Of course, I thought it was a little dumb at first, so they've added more. Then again, change is always good. I mean, of course, they had to have some sort of differences, again, or else the game would be just completely monotonous. But what do you think? Do you think Pokemon is childish at all? Do you think Pokemon is stupid that we shouldn't be playing Pokemon anymore? Um, and I'm sure a lot of you do have your own opinion on this. And again, that can go along with the question of the episode, you know, what are your complaints about Pokemon, if you do think it's childish or not? Um... But uh, I guess that's just the second question, unofficial question of the episode. Uh, Do you think Pokemon is childish? And if you were talking to this guy that I was talking to, what would you say to him um, about his remarks about Pokemon being stupid and childish? I guess that's it for today's episode. That was just a little, I guess, small rant. Uh, Not that big of a rant that I did before. But go ahead and send us all your emails, questions, concerns, you know, answers to uh, the question of the episode. Answers to... uh, the new unofficial question of the episode to FlashlightStudios at gmail.com You can go ahead and read all the articles that I mentioned in today's news and including articles uh, that I didn't mention in today's news including some about uh, TMs and HMs at PokedexRadio.blogspot.com You can even listen to previous episodes including this one um, at there at PokedexRadio.blogspot.com Now, in the sidebar of um, the Blogspot site uh, I have a couple of links. One of them is to the Pokedex Radio YouTube channel. We don't have any videos yet because uh, my camera isn't very good. So I- I'm going to see if I can get a new camera sometime soon, so that I can start recording some episodes um, for the YouTube channel. But it's not going to be anything like the podcast. I might, um, you know, record myself going into an event or something like that. You know, however, uh, I want to do that. Anyways, there is a link near the Pokedex Radio link, YouTube channel YouTube channel link. Um, and it 's for something called the Soul Requiem project, and that is a story that a friend of mine's actually writing and If you like stuff about like dragons and guys fighting with swords and magic and stuff like that you you will like what he 's writing it 's really cool it 's very you know mythical and it 's you know got some dragons and stuff like that it 's really cool it 's like a modern day sort of dragon fighting thing i don 't know i really don 't know how to explain it um he 's only gotten two chapters up he calls them episodes he 's only got two up for now. And uh, I'm actually one of the editors of this the Soul Requiem project that he's done. And right now, uh, at least as of the recording of this episode, he's having a little trouble writing the third third, uh, episode of his um, story. So if you want to go ahead, read his blog. It's a blog. It's not like, you know, podcast or anything. So it's like you have to read. If you like reading, go ahead, check it out. Um, But as of right now, as of this show uh he hasn't had a third episode yet you know if you like it go ahead and subscribe you can even follow him on twitter at twitter.com/tsrproject you can follow me on twitter at uh my personal twitter twitter.com/fsgabriel or you now can follow the pokedex radio uh twitter at twitter.com/pokedexradio that's pretty much it for the show go ahead check out my friend's blog it's pretty cool um he's again he's only gotten two episodes up so it's pretty short there will be some more coming out soon, uh, as soon as he gets it to me so I can edit and give it back to him. That's it for today's episode. Again, uh, you can email us, studio at gmail.com. Go to the uh, website, pokedexradio.blogspot.com to see all the links to everything that we mentioned in today's show and more. But that's it. I hope you guys enjoyed today's show. If I missed anything, let me know. Again, my name is Gabriel, letting you know to live, laugh, and catch them all. And we'll see you guys next time.